0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to a vacation episode of Hi, How Are You? Hava is at a wedding right now in Texas, so we are going to replay one of our bonus episodes. We hope you like it. If you want to hear more, you can go become a patron at patreon.com slash Hi, How Are You? Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoy the show, and shivu tov.
1: hi oh hi Oh, hi well here we are here we are in heaven how are you michael
0: i'm good i'm good feeling
1: well shit feeling good why are you good always a notable Notable answer here on the pod.
0: You know, got my prescription refilled. Noise. That's been a hassle. Mm-hmm. You know how that is.
1: Absolutely, I absolutely do.
0: Getting prescriptions filled for things that you've been on forever
1: hmm That are now like a part of your brain.
0: Yep. Uh, what else is good? Oh, got an exciting new pair of pruners.
1: Oh my goodness gracious.
0: There's a store near where I live that like specializes in farmy, orchardy kind of tools and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Sounds wonderful.
0: Yeah, I saw that they like have quite a collection of pruners, different brands, different styles for different purposes. Right.
1: Cuz you don't want to trim an apple tree with an apricot pruner. Basically. Like a philistine.
0: Well, look, look. I have some forest, right? I'm in the woods. Mm-hmm.
1: You got some bush.
0: I got some bush, and I want to manage the bush. Right now, there's a lot of bush. Some of it's invasive, right?
1: Right. You want to manage your landscaping. You want to do some manscaping.
0: So I show up, and I'm like, I want to do some manscaping. And, like, the most beautiful, big-eyed, little fucking schicks a guy, you know. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh just talked my ear off about like land management pruners <laughs> wow well, he took out a box of pruners and we went outside and like clipped some like wood Wood. i'm with imagining
1: it. him like it's like in the movie ghost like he's standing behind you like holding your hands on the pruners <laughs> as you prune a tree in perfect synchronicity
0: i wish it was it was close to that so we had a real intimate you know i can't quit you style experience
1: <laughs> right i Wish I knew how to prune you. Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, so that was kind of nice. And I, you know, I got a new set of pruners. But the problem is with my new lifestyle as a faggot in the woods,
1: right? As a frog and toad, as a country mouse,
0: I've been getting these crazy YouTube ads. <laughs> that now think i'm like a crazy conservative like
1: they think you're a prepper
0: i've gotten things that it's like make money real quick with this right. crazy scheme i watched through an entire ad on youtube with grunge girl And the ad was like, look at the picture of this guy with his girlfriend. Now look at the women who he's hanging out with.
1: Oh, no. It was insane. Look at what kind of bitches you can get if you get the premium pruners.
0: It started off with just like, hey, do you like saws? Maybe you should buy a saw. And then within two weeks, it had escalated to like, ditch your woman. Join this (laughs) multi-level marketing scheme. It's been weird. So, you know.
1: Yeah, that is a strange journey resist resist the allure
0: yeah i mean i'm resisting the ads it's hard to resist you know
1: the boy at the pruning shop
0: whatever his name is probably asher or something
1: like that oh my god probably wow can't wait to meet asher at the next family dinner
0: i know i know how, how are you
1: ava i'm well i got to hang out with a friend just now and we went to chipotle <gasps> and it's <that was> nice <sighs> my mouth is healing up it's not 100 percent healed but it's like 80 percent healed now which is nice Oh, that's good. I've been playing a new zombie shooting game with a good friend of mine, like cooperatively shooting zombies in a video game, and I have found that uh, intensely enjoyable. It's a game that's really good at getting my brain to release adrenaline, which feels really good, it turns out. Really? Feels really good. Yeah, I really, it's like getting to watch a scary movie, but I get to win the scary movie, you know? I get to be the final girl. Is it scary? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's much more action-y than it is suspenseful for those of you out there wondering the game is back for blood. It'll be like 10% of the time you're like creeping through someplace trying to be like, okay, I hope no zombies pop out of here. And then 90% of the time, it's like literally 200 zombies are coming at you on the screen and you're just like mowing down enormous crowds of zombies.
0: That sounds fun.
1: It is a blast and a half in my experience. And, you know, between all that, I'm like doing my usual Talmud bullshit, you know, um, getting ready to go to Texas for my brother's wedding. Very nervous for that. I guess we're going to have to take a week off from the pod for that.
0: Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. We can do I that. don't
1: know what we're gonna do instead, but it I I am not gonna have the mental wherewithal to record a podcast episode.
0: That's fine. We'll just just release some stuff and it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll figure yeah.
1: It out. Yeah. But yeah, things are good. Things are good. Everything's coming up Java.
0: That's great. That's good.
1: Yeah. And zombies. Java and zombies.
0: I guess it makes sense that zombies are back in. It's funny, zombies were in before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But pandemic is very zombie-y.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the continuation of a long-standing zombie series. This is the third in a series of zombie games, so it is sort of tracking the rise and fall of zombie phenomenon. Like, whenever it's zombie time, you know, they release another game. Although it's kind of funny, their previous game had a lot more, like, political subtext, like, felt a lot more like a Katrina commentary. With some of the things they were saying with their settings and storylines. And this one is a little bit more, it does not seem to be having as much social relevance. It's just like you're killing zombies and that's it.
0: Oh, here's an idea. What if, okay, an island game like, uh, what's that game I was obsessed with for a while that you also. Animal play? Crossing? Yeah, like Animal Crossing. But it's an island that you got to because you escaped a, a zombie apocalypse and now you have to maintain and fortify the island mm-hmm. from zombies but it's like also kind of light and lighthearted like you're not going to die they just kind of You're describing no the
1: entire survival horror genre. <laughs> this is like one of those right. things where people like invent great things that have already been invented. You know, like yeah. what if we had a device that was like an electronic letter that you could send to your friends <gasps> instantaneously.
0: Fine, <Bide>, fine. <bide>. Well, <laughs> let me instead teach you something that you don't already know.
1: God, please blow my mind
0: okay bava comma um comma 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 chameleon uh just go with it okay? bava comma 15 b 15 a goes to the 16 somewhere in there it, it's in the teens bava comma in the teens
1: okay Great.
0: I came across an interesting little bit of Mishnah and a little bit of commentary on it. I think it says a lot. Great. It did a lot for me.
1: Say it. Speak your truth.
0: So here is the Mishnah. So the Mishnah is listing a bunch of animals. The wolf the lion, the bear, which is dove, which I thought right. was funny because it's, you know, it's like a dove, but it's actually a bear. Uh, the tiger slash leopard and the bardalos, which is we'll discuss, and okay. the snake. These are animals that are forewarned. So what does that mean, forewarned? We're in Bavakama, we're talking about property damages. There's different types of rules that apply if an animal was previously a baddie baddie and then it did something wrong so the owner knew about it
1: so these are the animals that are bad to the bone yes born bad they've broken bad they broke out of the amniotic sac already bad
0: yes exactly they're always forewarned so like a camel the first time it does something bad and bad is very narrow and you know and we won't get into the specifics of it But Mm -hmm. if if a camel does a bad, the punishment to the owner is not as severe than if the owner had already known that the camel was bad. It had already been warned.
1: Right. If it was like a camel, like the cigarette mascot camel wearing a leather jacket and smoking a cigarette, then it's like, you know, that camel is going to get up to some shit.
0: Yeah. If this camel took your daughter and rode off with her on a motorcycle... Right, and then the camel, like, you know, does something even worse. What did you expect, right? You know?
1: Right. Classic bad boy camels.
0: So this is interesting. This is a list of animals, wolf, lion, bear, tiger, the mysterious bardalos, and snake that are always forewarned. They're always bad. So if you were to own this animal and they were to do something bad like Mm -hmm. uh, break someone's property or something like that, then you would be liable as if it was a domesticated animal that had been a naughty domesticated animal.
1: Right, which feels very true. Like people who try to keep exotic, like large cats as pets and then bad stuff happens. It's like, you kind of should have known on that one. Yeah, you kind
0: of should have known and you're responsible for it. So the Mishnah continues. Ravi, Eliezer, Omer, Bisman... Shechain, B'nai Tordut, Enan, Muadin, Vachanachash, Muad, Lushalom. Ravi Eliezer makes a clarification to this list of animals and says Mm -hmm. that if they're domesticated, if they're like educated animals, (laughs) then they're not automatically forewarned. So these are wild animals that you find.
1: I see. So if I have a domesticated snake versus just a wild python.
0: Well, no, 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 because actually the Mishnah continues and says that snakes are always forewarned. They're always bad no matter what, even if it's quote-unquote domesticated.
1: Snakes cannot catch a break.
0: They're acknowledging that a bear can be domesticated, but I guess Mm -hmm. the normative situation is that if one does have a bear, it is likely an undomesticated bear.
1: Right. The title of this episode is going to be Snaking Bad
0: okay great what do you make of this
1: i mean i feel like bears could be domesticated because they're basically dogs bears and dogs are very closely related are they what yeah you just Mm -hmm. make
0: something up really
1: no that's a true fact that i'm telling you that's not bullshit
0: wait okay can we have there been any breeding like bear to dog no they're not
1: so closely related that they could have babies they're not like horses and donkeys but they're close enough that I can imagine a bear being domesticated. But I think it's like the same kind of Tiger King situation where it's like you could domesticate a bear, but even the most domesticated bear might one day bite off your arm.
0: Yes. I mean, I agree with that statement. I don't know if the Tanaitic sages would agree with that statement. I don't know if they're talking about the nature of these animals or just the normative conditions with which people own them. Like if you own a camel, it's a domesticated camel by default. That's what people Mm -hmm. assume. If you own a bear, I guess people or a wolf, or a a leopard, or a tiger, or something like that, people assume it's a captured animal that's in your possession.
1: Right. I mean, if I saw someone with, like, a horse, I would mostly assume it's probably okay for me to walk up relatively close to that horse. If I saw someone with a bear, they would have to convince me (laughs) to walk up to the bear.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think there's lots of questions here, like, what about an undomesticated camel? Or an right.
1: What about wild camels that are wild at heart?
0: If I was in the stom, that would be my follow-up question to this Mishnah. Right. But anyway, the Gemara grapples with this interesting Mishnah and says, ma bardalas amar rav Yehuda nafraza amar rav Yosef Afa.
1: Oh right, I completely forgot about our mystery animal, which in my head is a platypus
0: i hope so or yeah or, or, narwhal. or like a unicorn or a manatee or something cool right
1: i don't think the rabbis knew about narwhals Sadly, uh they didn't i mean narwhals are pretty far north uh, i don't know this is a research question for after yeah. the pod if the rabbis could have encountered a narwhal
0: the uh is saying okay the mission lists all these animals etc etc blah 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 but what is this bardalos? Right. Rabbi Yehuda says it's a nafraza Rabbi Yosef says that what a nafrasa is, is an afa. Afa is like a leopard or a hyena. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rabbi Yehuda, that's a Tanaitic rabbi. Let me just double check that.
1: Yeah, he's a, I believe, a fourth generation Tana.
0: Okay, so there's a Tanaitic rabbi that comes in and says this bardalos is a nefraza, and then there's an amoraic rabbi that comes in and says, well, what he's referring to when he says nefraza is this afa, which is a leopard or hyena, therefore this bardalos is a leopard or hyena.
1: Yeah, right. They're like, blah, blah, blah is a blah, 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 and a blah, blah, blah is a blah, 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 and that is a cheetah.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: And that cheetah grew up to be Jennifer Aniston
0: but we have a problem. Okay. Okay. I just heard that. It <laughs> entered my head. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. We have a problem. Mataha, Rav Meir Omar Af Ha Rav Eliezer Omer Afha Ha Nachash, va Amar Rav Yosef Tzaua <laughs> Zu Afa. So there's an ob- an objection that's raised. Okay. In a baraita that's related to this list of animals that mm-hmm. are discussed as, like, the baddest of the bad.
1: Right, another zoological baraita.
0: Mm-hmm. Rabbi Meir says there's also this animal called the tzavua.
1: Okay, of course. I saw a herd of those on my porch this morning, and I thought, there are a herd of big, beautiful tzavuas.
0: Big, bad, and beautiful tzavuas.
1: Yeah, I mean, that goes without saying.
0: Absolutely. Apparently. I mean, if you're a scholar. (laughs) Oh,
1: right. I mean, I knew, of course, because I have all the Mishnah and Baraita material memorized. I thought, there's some big, beautiful tzavuas I better lock my door.
0: I feel like it's is totally something you call like a sexy lady, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, what it's oh,
1: Look at the savua's on you.
0: Rabbi Meir adds savua to the list. Rav Eliezer says also the snake, which is kind of weird because the snake was <laughs> already on the list. Like, what, <laughs> what the
1: fuck's <laughs> Rabbi Eliezer, Eliezer has, like, been sleeping in the yeshiva this <laughs> yeah. whole time, and he wakes up and hears everyone talking about animals, and he's just like, and snakes. Oh, snakes too, God. you guys.
0: They do clarify what was going on there. They have an explanation. We're not going to go into it, why he's repeating the Mishnah. But the last line is, Amar Rav Yosef, Tzavua to Afa. Rav Yosef says this Tzavua is an Afa. It's a hyena. Oh my God. Slash How many leopard. names
1: did they have for this fucking creature? Well, here's the here's the contradiction.
0: Rav Yosef is like, oh, in the first list of five, that mystery one, the bardalos that's a hyena.
1: Right. Slash leopard. Oh,
0: in this continuation in a baraita, this thing that Rabbi Meir adds to the list, that's a hyena.
1: Right. So you can't, then it would be unnecessary to say, and no Rotana ever says anything unnecessary.
0: Right, right, right. There's a list of five. One of them is a hyena. Oh, and here's the sixth. That's a hyena too. Right.
1: That's a double hyena. It's
0: a double hyena. Like what's going on? What is going on here? Right. So I will tell you what's going on. And I love it.
1: Please, God. There's a Tzavua breaking into my home right now, and I need you to explain <laughs> I'll this. Tell you what it is. So that I can know what it is.
0: Okay, I'm just going to read you the English Shava. Great. This is all a big setup. The Gemara explains it is not difficult. In the Baraita, Rabbi Meir is referring to a male hyena. In the Mishnah, the reference is to a female hyena. Okay.
1: Right. Of course.
0: Okay. Well, we go on. It's apparent that a male hyena is distinct from a female one. Okay. Right. So, therefore, warrants listing twice. As it is taught in a baraita, a male hyena, after seven years, metamorphoses.
1: into, into a, <laughs> I'm not let me finish oh, okay keep it, going it, that was just too good it, it
0: fucking anamorphs into a bat
1: <laughs> great <laughs> yeah seven I agree years,
0: totally agree after seven years the bat anamorphs into <laughs> An herb an herbivorous bat, an herbaceous bat. So oh, first right. it was a bat oh, that ate insects, but a fucking fucking vegetarian bat. Right?
1: right. And then it's reincarnated as a cat, and then it's reincarnated <laughs> as a whale. No. And then the whale's reincarnated as a female hyena.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's like Is this
1: all trans in the end? Like ultimately I am a M T B T B T
0: No, no, it's like the circle of fifths. You know, it's like when they teach you that shit. No, but okay, but the bat, after seven years, turns into a thistle. (coughs) The thistle, I know, gay. Uh, And the thistle turns into a briar, you know, a briar. Okay. And a briar, after seven years, turns into
1: a demon. (laughs) The hyena's connected to the bat. (laughs) The bat's connected to the... Herbivorous bat. Similarly,
0: a person's spine seven years after his death changes into a snake.
1: Classic. <laughs> That's why I'm donating my body to science, so they can observe the spine to serpent transformation.
0: Well, 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 Hava, that may not work for you because the Gemara clarifies and says this matter applies only to the case where the person did not bow during the blessing of Thanksgiving, the 18th oh, blessing shit. of the Amidah prayer
1: well well people will know i guess after i die whether or not i bow during the amida by whether my spine turns into a snake or not
0: apparently by inference it seems that Mm -hmm. a female hyena does not go through this metamorphic process
1: right they're much more stable they mature earlier (laughs) so yeah
0: anyway there you go what i like about this
1: what there's
0: many things there's to like. a lot to there's love a, there's a lot to love here i love the kind of really really sharp picking up on this person is repeating themselves in a fashion that makes us think that they think they're listing two separate things so what's going right. on here? and then the explanation ends up being
1: completely batshit so to speak
0: yeah there you go
1: yeah i mean i'm still sort of not clear how the male and female hyena are meaningfully different Like, are they saying, you might have thought, because a hyena transforms into a bat, that it's not inherently dangerous, but just because something turns into a bat, doesn't mean it doesn't belong on our list of Babylon's most wanted. Like, why did we need to be warned about them separately?
0: Well, the Mishnah, according to the Talmud, the Mishnah is warning about a female hyena.
1: Only. And Rebbe Mayer is warning us about a... Transformers, Robots in Disguise, male hyena. In
0: that particular Baraita, yes.
1: I see. But the Mishnah originally was like, don't worry about them, because they're just going to transform into a bat, and then into an herbivorous bat, and then yeah. into a whale- And then into a. But they turn into a demon ultimately, which I feel like is still pretty sketchy.
0: It's like very, very precise logic. But also, it's so many holes. It's like trying to ask a child why. Like, why did you do this? I
1: don't know. Because a whale came out of the sky and told me to, and then it needed a donut. So I had to go get the donut, and then I had to go into the forest.
0: Yeah, it's like a weird combination of child inconsistency and holes and like precision.
1: Yeah, honestly this is one of the kinds of sugyas that it kind of makes me confirms or like supports my belief that in some way the Talmudic rabbis were probably cooler with trans people than moderns are because I feel like if you're the kind of guy who can just be like, watch out, male hyenas turn into three different kinds of bat and then a whale and then a thorn and then a demon if someone rolls up to you and is like, hey people thought I was a guy but I'm actually a girl, they'll just be like Hell yeah. You know, if a hyena can turn into a bat, whatever.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think there's a tendency to imagine that the rabbis are like... Stuffy? Like stuffy logicians, you know? Right. And I find that those people are actually the most reactionary. But like, really, these people are coming up with fantasy reality hypotheticals. They like love that shit. Like, I associate that more with like, I don't know, artists and filmmakers and
1: shit Yeah, I mean, I think Talmud is an art that's a whole thing about talmud for me and also i think the rabbis were just more open to the impossible and to the wondrous than a lot of us are today yeah well that was an extremely fun journey to go down and very topical for our regular episode this week
0: yes we will be talking about
1: the most dangerous game yes humans (laughs) yeah The most forewarned animal of all. This week on the regular episode, we are going to be having a marvelous guest on to talk about animal sacrifices in the world to come and Jewish veganism and vegetarianism. So you won't want to miss it because it's going to be great. And I'm really excited to hear what they have to say. Ooh, me too. Boop-a-doo. Well, dear patrons, you are all incredible and wonderful and beautiful. I think of you every morning and every night. You are the sun in my sky, my stars in my moon. Thank you for making this podcast possible. We hope to continue making bullshit for you for many years to come. And <laughs> we will oh. catch you in our main series episode. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.